Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. Hello America, welcome to the Dante Greco Show, we're live on the Tuesday afternoon. America has won, I was going to do the show earlier today and then I realized we had the big soccer match, World Cup. USA versus Iran or Iran. I wanted to wait to do the show to see what happened. And we won. We beat them one to zero. Wow, what a thrilling match. One to zero. I know that's the joke everyone makes about soccer, that nothing happens in it. And that's not a joke. It's true. I watch, like most Americans, I had it on in the background. I'm not really a big soccer guy, but... You know, I wanted to support my country. This only happens every four years, so I thought, fuck it. I'll watch the World Cup. We won, and now the Iranian team will be executed. Just kidding. But it does kind of suck some of the fun out of it because before the match, the Iranian government was threatening the players that if they did any kind of protest, that their families would be tortured. So it sucks some of the fun out of it to know that, like, Hey, maybe these guys will be executed or tortured or their families or who knows what they've got waiting for them when they get home. Uh, I want to go on record. Also, I support the Iranian protesters. I think it's great. Uh, Not what sparked the protests, of course, but, you know, I'm for overthrowing authoritarian regimes. So, you know, I feel bad for the players. Somebody had to lose, but I'll take the win as an American. Uh, But I I hope that uh, they're, they're treated well when they get home and that. You know, eventually that uh, that whole regime is overthrown. You can't be threatening your team. Like, it's insane. That's like North Korea shit. We don't do that here in America. We don't threaten the team's family if they lose. Uh, at least not officially. I know that fans will do that, but uh, officially we don't do that. But uh, yes, America defeated Iran. I don't know the history of this. I just know that America sucks at soccer generally, so... It's good to win. It was a do or die. I was reading an article saying that if we even tied the game one to one, we would have lost. Makes no sense to me, but those are the rules. Uh, But we won. Some guy named Pulisic or Pulisic scored the goal. We held off the Iranians and we're now going to the Netherlands who I hope we just stop right over their effing asses, just roll right over them. It would be great. It would be a great shock for America to win in Qatar, the World Cup. No one would have expected it. I don't even know the possibility of it, but I figured I'd talk about it just because it's on the front page everywhere. Uh, let's see. If only this is from the Daily Mail. If only the Iranians fired as many shots as their journalists. In the build-up to this one, the Americans had to put up the barricades in the press conference. Yeah, they had that whole press conference where uh, the guy, one of the Iranian reporters, said, hey, you know, how does it feel? Because one of the, uh, the the players, Tyler Adams right here, he's a black guy playing for America. He said, how does it feel to play for a racist country? Which, you know, Tyler is too classy to say this, but he should have been like, hey, well, you know, you guys throw any gays off a rooftop lately? How about that? Again, I like the Iranian people, but 
there's as just as usual my problem is with the people in charge those making and enforcing the laws but uh, yeah tyler adams handled it with much class uh the iranians did not protest prior to the game they sang the national anthem and i don't blame them you know when the iranian government is saying we're going to torture your family what are you supposed to do like you're in your hotel in Qatar. You can't get back home. You can't protect them. And if I was in an Iranian soccer player's family, I'd say, listen, you mother effer, don't just sing the anthem. Okay. We'll, we'll continue protesting when you get home. I don't need to get my fingers cut off because you decided to make a stand on your, on your plush soccer field in Doha. So, uh, good for the Americans. And, um, you know, that's it. That's the World Cup. That's the extent of my soccer knowledge. I'll go back to not watching or care. The minute USA loses to the Netherlands, I will tune out. I just won't care. Maybe Italy. You know, I am Italian, which, according to John Leguizamo, is Latino. But I'm Italian. And are they even in? Let me see. Italy World Cup. 22 why is it italy not in the world cup 2022 uh we missed the qualification great so i have nobody to root for after this that's just great whatever howard stern legendary radio host the guy who turned sirius xm into a thriving cutting edge company um, he was in the news yesterday. I was going to talk about this yesterday, but I've been sick. I've just had this cold, this winter cold going around. I can't shake it. So I felt like shit and I didn't want to do a, another show yesterday after my tech interview, which you should check that out. It's actually quite interesting. My girlfriend works in tech and she knows a lot about this stuff. We talked about all about the layoffs, what's coming, what's been going on in the tech world. It's quite interesting. Check that out. But I was going to talk about Howard dissing oprah for flaunting her wealth now he does this a lot uh it's interesting it's not up there today i saw this headline on the drudge report which has a conservative slant maybe not as conservative as it used to be you know you got to remember the drudge report is the outlet that broke the monica Lewinsky story so back in 98 um but every once in a while i've noticed and it's funny because howard was mentioning this on his show today that they, not not in this uh, these exact terms, but like I've noticed that they will use his words to kind of it, kind of like a proxy war. Like I remember when Trump was still in office, one day it was the top headline on the Drudge Report: Howard Stern, Trump resign. You know they'll they'll try to use it to send messages, and so. They put up a nice big picture of Oprah saying Howard Stern, this is Oprah for uh, flaunting her wealth online when, you know, everyone is struggling out here right now. And I my theory is it's the Drudge Report's way of like it's like they're building a file against Oprah in case she ever runs. She's always said she's not going to. But so many Democrats have said, oh, my God, Oprah would be unbeatable. We would all vote for Oprah. So when they do this, it's to like, it's to continue this. Uh, it's like a campaign, like a smear campaign against Oprah. And they're using Howard Stern to do it. Uh, not that he's complicit in this. He is just 
saying thing. He's one of the few outlets that has, well, it used to be, it was the only outlet really where you could hear someone give their honest opinion in an interesting way. Now there are a lot of podcasts. There's, you know, Joe Rogan, there's Tim Dillon. There's all these people that can speak honestly, but there's still very few that are interesting or genuinely funny. You know, it's like Jerry Seinfeld's old joke about stand-up comedians. He said, you know, in the late seventies, there were 400 stand-up comedians and eight of them are good. And in the end of the 1980s, there were 4,000 stand-up comedians and eight of them are good. So there's more outlets, but it's not still that interesting. Um, so they use him to fight these proxy wars, to smear campaign Oprah, just to keep it in the public's consciousness. Hey, Oprah is an elitist snob. She's flaunting her wealth here and she's out of touch with you, especially because Democrats try to like, and I think this has been their mistake for a long time, that they almost pass themselves off as the party of poverty, the anti-money party. Like nobody wants it. People want to be successful. People want to enjoy the riches of life. It's just some have a different viewpoint on, you know, sharing or having a social safety net or, you know, how to treat the less fortunate. Um, like they've always, they've been too anti making money and that doesn't play well to regular Americans, even regular Democrat, like working class people don't want to hear you should be poor, but they also don't want to hear, you know, only rich people should are important. There's a healthy middle somewhere. I'm getting off track here. But with Howard, he said, uh, in the Monday edition of the Howard Stern Show, he talked about seeing Win Winfrey's Instagram account over the holiday weekend. He's always watching her Instagram account. It's very funny stuff. Uh, Oprah's not embarrassed by her wealth at all, Stern began. She loves showing it off on Instagram. It's fucking mind-blowing when you follow her on Instagram. You see her estates, her gardens, the people who service her, and you know uh, she got servants and like people cooking, and it's fucking wild. She knows how to be rich. I'm not comfortable. It's something I'm not comfortable with. I don't think the people should show off their wealth. Yeah, I mean, he's gone out of his way in his career to not be uh, ostentatious. The way Oprah is, you know, she's in Montecito or she's with this person and she's always showing and she doesn't care. He's right about this. Now, he said today on his show that it's kind of like, you know, he was joking and he was actually trying to compliment her, Oprah, for what she did with this. These uh, girls from Africa, I believe. But he is right. I just find it interesting as an observer of the media who chooses to run these stories. Mediaite, the website that this is from. They always pick up Howard's comments, but who chooses to prop it up? Like the Drudge Report, they'll focus, feature it on the uh, on the main page because, in my opinion, they're trying to always. It's like how they probably have a file on everybody. Like I'm sure they have a file on Michelle Obama if she ever decided to get in, or they have a file on you know I don't know Bill Gates, whoever political strategists from both parties have files that they keep on people. And some of them even have dirt that they're just saving for the right moment to release, to tank someone's candidacy. So when I see something like this, I think they're just trying to use it to uh, smear campaign Oprah. And by the way, I'm not an Oprah supporter. I don't know that I would vote for Oprah for president. I mean, honestly, I like she doesn't, uh, th that candidacy does not excite me. 
for many reasons. Okay. I saw this yesterday. Time Magazine is going to be doing their Man of the Year, or I think it's Person of the Year now. It used to be Man of the Year back when it was guys like Hitler, but now it's uh, Person of the Year, which, by the way, it's not because they liked Hitler and thought he was a great guy. It's because, you know, it was about who had the biggest effect on the year. Uh, goes to the most influential figure. The public is asked to vote on a list of global figures, but Times editors have the final say. King Charles is up against Vladimir Zelensky and Taylor Swift, among others. I think you can remove Taylor Swift from the list right off the bat. She's not the person of the year. She did not move the needle. Like this past month, she put out another lackluster album with like one or two good songs and had a Ticketmaster fiasco. That's not person of the year material. So what? She announced a tour. Big deal. Uh, King Charles, what did he do except just be alive? His big accomplishment this year was being alive still to accept his crown. His mom died and he gets to be king. That's not him. I mean, maybe the queen should be the person of the year. You know, she's a monumental figure, uh, ruled for great portion of the 20th century and this century, the first 22 years. And then she died and changed the whole, she shook up the whole monarchy. So if any, if anyone, it should be uh, Queen Elizabeth or Meghan Markle. I'm sure, I'm sure somewhere in Montecito, Meghan Markle is thinking that she should be the person of the year because of how successful her podcast is. King Charles is on the long list alongside President Vladimir Zelensky. It's probably going to go to Zelensky. The people who vote on this are, uh, you know, listen, Time Magazine, I would say, probably has a liberal bent. And liberals love Zelensky. Conservatives, not all conservatives, but there's a segment of the right wing that hates Zelensky and like is like supportive of the Russian invasion in some weird way. I'm not with that. But... The liberals are making action figures of Zelensky and they're just, oh, Zelensky, Zelensky. Sean Penn's going over there to give him his Oscar in some gigantic virtue signaling symbol that actually has no bearing on the outcome of this. Like Putin reads that and thinks, oh man, we better, we better draw this thing down. Sean Penn is involved. Did anybody ever find out what happened to all the money that was donated to Haiti, by the way? Wasn't that some big scale? Like everyone donated a ton of money. Sean Penn kind of led the charge on getting money for Haiti. And then it turns out that the Red Cross built like one house. Leaving his Oscar in Ukraine. Come on. Uh, at the moment, the women protesters in Iran are leading with a positive score of 84% in answer to the question, should they be Times person of the year? I could get with that. I like that. You know, if you don't follow the time person of the year you it's not always a person it's been multiple people i think one year it was like teachers and back in 2017 2018 it's protesters the women protesters in iran i like you know what because it takes a lot of guts to go out there in iran. i mean so many people have been beaten killed during these protests it, these are real high stakes situations that the protesters in iran are getting themselves into i would support that if i can cast a vote i don't know if i can or if this is like the academy awards where you have to have you know appeared uh we have to have done something this year to get a vote uh i would vote for them 
I mean, Zelensky, he's he's done a good job. He's held Russia off, but I don't know. In a weird way, we've got Zelensky fatigue. Demonstrations, the king, yeah, the king, write him off. We don't need the king. He didn't do anything. He's not even, I don't think he's at his coronation yet. He just is alive. Vladimir Putin is at 3%. I mean, look, if you're going to go that route of like the Hitler and uh, did they do Bin Laden once or am I crazy? If you're going to go that route, yeah. I mean, who has had a larger overall effect on this year than Putin? Yeah, not a fan of the guy. Just talking about effect. Trump, no. Rishi Sunak, no. No, no, no. Um, wow, Greta Thunberg won? I miss that. Queen Elizabeth did win back in 1952. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I am going to say, and Elon Musk has already won. Not that I would vote for him anyway. You know, women protesters in Iran. That's what I would go for. However, we do now have the COVID protesters in China, which I also like. You know, these people, Chinese government is the issue. It's not the people. They want freedom just like any other human being in the world. They don't want to be welded into their apartment building because one family tested positive for COVID. You know how many times I've, I've had COVID already a couple of times. It's, it, at this point, it's being weakened. Don't freak out over COVID anymore. The problem is they don't have the natural immunity. So maybe it is still super dangerous over there, but like this is just going to be a never-ending cycle. And did you see the video of those pods? Hold on a second. They built like 90,000 pods in China. China is building the, the gateway pundit. I think this is like a, a leans conservative. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the way they phrase it. China's building the world's largest quarantine camp in Guangzhou with 90,000 isolation pods. This is the World Economic Forum's role model for the global community. I mean, look, regardless of how you feel, if this is a conspiracy or this is just them being safe, that that's no one wants to be in those. In gigantic, in living in pods, not, not gigantic, but it's a gigantic quarantine camp, but they've got to chill out. So I like that people are finally protesting. It's hard to protest against authoritarian regimes. It's easier in a lot of ways to protest here in America. I, you know, during the Trump years, I had to go down to so many protests. Like every week, it was a protest with the pussy hats or with the, th it's like nobody cared. And the people would get up and it was all well organized and put together. And there would be like, you know, little fences and places to go. I'm not talking about riots and broke out. I'm talking about planned protests. I remember on my birthday when Trump, was inaugurated. I had to go. It was raining, ruined my shoes. And I had to go watch people protesting Trump's inauguration. And they get up and try to make their speeches. The speeches don't make any sense. No, you can't. Some girl, I'll always remember. You can't give me an apple and a carrot and tell me it's the same type of food. Just like you can't give me Trump and say it's the same as the Democrat. It's some bullshit. I guess I forgot it, but it was something as ridiculous as that. And then everyone went home safely. So the Chinese protesters, the Iranian protesters are, are really laying it on the line. So I, I support them. 
Um, what else? What else? What else? Got the Idaho murder mystery. Uh, I've been totally consumed by it. The 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 danger in talking about it on a show like this. Is, okay, you know what? Can I give you? Can you give me one second? My dogs are trying to get out of the room. I guess they're getting bored with the show. I'll be right back. Okay, so the Idaho murders, the University of Idaho. I don't know if anyone else is following this, but it's turning me into one of those uh, true crime white women. I'm totally consumed by the facts. It's kind of risky to talk about this stuff on a show on YouTube or anywhere uh, because so much of it is rumor. Law enforcement is not really saying much of anything. Even the families of the victims are starting to get annoyed. Uh, but if you want to find rumors and info and, and, and everything, um, go to Reddit and you go to like, there's two forums that they have there. There's one is Moscow Murders because it's Moscow, Idaho. The other one is Idaho Murders. They got all the info. I mean, you're going to hear theories about that these girls were the, 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 the four. The basics of the story is there are four college students, three girls, one guy. Two of them live in this house. One is a boyfriend and one used to live. One girl is a, used to live in the house. And then she came back to visit for the weekend and show off her car before going back home for Thanksgiving. This happened on the 13th of November. Sometime on the 13th of November, sometime between 3 and 6 a.m., we're assuming it's a man, entered the house and stabbed all four of them while they slept. Although one of the victims apparently had defensive wounds, so that means they must have woken up. Uh, a father today came out and said that they had, uh, they were, you know, at least his daughter, Kaylee, didn't feel any pain. You know, it happened quickly. Uh, there, there was so much blood that it was literally leaking out of the house outside and the media could see it. Investigators and responders said it was like the worst scene they had ever witnessed in their entire careers. So no one knows who did it yet. It's been two weeks Cops are saying they don't have any suspects. They barely have any leads. They're asking for camera footage from the area. You know, it was very dark. Apparently, um, uh, apparently, well, yeah, I see you're saying the dog didn't alert them inside job. I mean, it's very suspicious. Now, the dog was a golden doodle. They're kind of big. They got that curly hair. Uh, and some people are saying they're very nice dogs. They don't always bark. But... I know somebody that has a golden doodle and it's very loud. And like most dogs, if you disturb them in the middle of the night, they're going to bark. So yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Inside job. It might've been someone that the dog knew. Now, I don't want to throw around accusations of the names, but you can go and look up who, um, you know, who these people have been in relationships with, et cetera, et cetera. One of the interesting theories that I was reading on the Reddit forum, which came out, uh, right after the news broke was that two of the people in the house were involved in some kind of altercation at a, uh, Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, two of these people in the house were involved in an altercation. Um, 
at a local fraternity nearby and that somebody from the fraternity followed them home, watched, waited outside the house while till everyone went to sleep and then came in and did the deed. Uh, again, all hearsay, all uh, theory, theory, speculation. The cops are being very tight-lipped and with good reason because they need to keep information that only the killer would know or only, you know, the, the roommate. Now, here was the crazy thing. There were two roommates on the first floor. It was a three-story house. But if you enter from the back, you only know about the second floor bedroom and the third floor bedroom. You might never even realize there's a first floor bedroom down below, almost like a basement. And down there were two more girls sleeping, slept through the whole thing, woke up the next morning at 11 a.m. or so, couldn't get in contact with their uh, roommates upstairs. Call comes in to 911 for an unconscious person. Now, that's created a whole nother list of questions that people have. Some of the theories I've read have been like, um, you know, the doors were locked, that people just could the, the roommates couldn't get in. No one's responding from the bedrooms. They call, they text. And so they call a 911 and uh, have them come over saying, oh, you know, our, my roommate won't wake up, unconscious person. Uh, but it's just the whole thing is really spooky. They survived. People don't know if they were the killer, just didn't know they were there, which I think is most likely. Or maybe got out of the house because he was getting spooked. Whatever it is, it's uh, one of those all-consuming cases. It's a terrible tragedy. I feel terrible for the families and the parents and everything. Um, but it's it's one of those things that like the mystery just deepens every day that goes by, and they're not having any breaks in the case. So. Uh, again, the Reddit forums are good. If you just want to go down the rabbit hole, Reddit forums, one of them is Moscow murders. One of them is Idaho murders. Uh, you, you could waste your whole day there reading speculation and little bits of information from the Reddit sleuths trying to piece things together, which, by the way, there is the risk. Uh, and the moderators of these forums, I've noticed, have been very good about not allowing personal information, not allowing any doxing of people that are suspects because a lot of the commenters will just look at anybody who speaks to the media or anybody who was, you know, peripherally involved in these victims lives and be like, this is the person I think this is my, this is my suspect because blah, blah, blah. I remember during the Boston bombing and this is where Reddit kind of got its bad reputation, how everyone was trying to figure out who were these two bombers before we knew it was Jokar Sarnayev and his brother Mike or whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, people on Reddit were trying to come up with these names. They were piecing information together. Oh, this kid disappeared. You know, turned out that he actually had just committed suicide later. And, and uh, like they were putting names out there and um, it was crazy. I mean, everyone feels like a detective, but um uh yeah 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 I'll, I'll take care of that don't worry about it um anyways uh it's 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 a it's a rabbit hole to go down check it out it's quite interesting and hopefully you know the reason why now i there's nothing i can do but i'm hoping somebody will come up with some kind of information someone will look at their camera someone who hasn't some you know in some way hasn't been moved to drop a tip on the tip line will do it 
because the case continues to get so much attention. It's crazy. Uh, what's next here? What's next for us to talk about? Yeah, Biden was pumped up about uh, the Iran. Um, I keep seeing this. The media keeps making a big deal about this guy. Arrested non-binary nuclear waste guru. Sam Brinton admits stealing back from Minneapolis luggage carousel and using it for a month. He's a DOE official. I think the only reason that they're focusing on him is because the bald head with the lipstick is kind of jarring. That has nothing to do with his uh, gender, sexuality, whatever he wants to be identified, or she. Wait, let me let me double check. Let me double check. I don't want to get in trouble. Okay, a non-binary drag queen. Sam Brinton. I'll just call the person Sam. I think that the reason this story is getting so much play is just because the the bald head and the lipstick look is kind of people are just like what? I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe there's also some kind of uh, prejudice, but uh, anyways. All right, let me continue on. Let me continue on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the Drudge Report. Let's see what they're talking about. Knox out Iran. Musk frames Twitter woes as battle for future of civilization. I, you know, I have noticed that. I'm on Twitter all the time. He does seem to be, you know, he wants to make his investment bank. He spent $44 billion on this, and not many people signed up, I'm sure, for Twitter Blue. I did. I wanted my check mark, and I got it. But he... Um, is going on there turning this into like a free speech thing and it is partly but it's also a lot about just trying to recoup his investment i don't know why he didn't just pay the billion dollars to get out like yeah that's a big loss for most people if you're alex jones that's your entire life but i think he should have done a settlement like he didn't need this hassle I'm still enjoying Twitter, even though I, depending on what day you ask me, I think it's the worst thing to ever happen to uh, society in this century, at least, just because of like the whole hashtag thing and what we've had to deal with for the last decade with hashtags, getting people fired for social media posts, just misinformation, all of that. But I, I can't quit. I just can't quit you. I wish I knew how to quit you. Romney dumped on fast, blah, blah, blah. Slow news day. Slow news day. I don't really talk sports on this show. That's why I, but I started off with the World Cup. Oh, let me see. I hope this cold goes away. I feel, I feel like I've got long COVID brain fog. Like I'm not thinking as quickly as I'm used to. That's why I'm drinking a Celsius. Not a sponsor, Dad. Um, God, is, is there anything else? How long have we gone? We've gone 31 minutes. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm sure we've all got other things to do today, right? I might have to write, I might have to wrap it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this isn't exactly one of those Twitch shows where I just sit and hang out for hours and hours. I try to keep it uh, interesting. So I guess, you know what, why not? Let's quit while we're ahead. 
let's quit where, where we're at. Um, like I said, I got that tech interview that I did yesterday. That's interesting. It's, it's not so funny as it is just talking about what's going on in the world of tech. And this was good. I thank everybody for tuning in and commenting. And uh, I will see you next time. And here's our former president to take us out. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Tanya. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell me your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. Why the f*** do you want to go for it? I think I love it. It's from. Listen, I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hal, Hal. And your horse in a parade. Have a good day.